So we target the repeaters and especially smaller groups who is really already know parrots a little bit and who want to go further, who want to go a bit deeper into the local life. They want to see the see something they may not be able to see by themselves. Hi, my name is Kara Myers and welcome to the Travel Business Lounge. Each week, I chat with women who have built incredible businesses in the travel and tourism industry. You'll hear their inspirational stories of success. We went from 2,000 a month to about 70, 72,000 a month um, in that span of, of nine years. And struggle. I wish that I could tell you that I pivoted really quickly and like jumped back on my feet and I did it. And what they learned along the way. Give yourself the grace of knowing that it's not gonna happen overnight and you're gonna make a ton of mistakes. And as long as you learn from them and move forward, that's okay. So grab a coffee, hit subscribe, and get ready to learn and feel inspired. Hello, hello. My name is Kara Myers and welcome to episode 19 of the Travel Business Lounge, the place where we celebrate and learn from female entrepreneurs in the travel industry. Today's episode is a little bit different because we're exploring a side of the tourism industry that we haven't discussed yet on this podcast, and that is the B2B market. In other words, business to business, selling tours to other companies, corporations, rather than direct to consumers. The Ways Beyond was founded by Nikki Wang and her partner in 2019. Nikki is originally from China, but moved to Paris many, many years ago and quickly noticed that there seemed to be a gap in the tourism market. There are, of course, a lot of big bus tours. And then, of course, there are more expensive, luxurious private tour options. But Nikki wanted to do something that was slightly more elevated, but not for the mass market. And she also wanted to focus on offering cultural experiences rather than just standard tours. And thus, The Ways Beyond was born. In this episode, Nikki takes us inside how her inbound tourism business operates, including the three types of clients she typically deals with and how her services vary slightly depending on what they're after. She also offers some interesting food for thought on how the business model works and also how she is using one social media platform in particular to grow her business. And mind you, they started this business in winter of 2019, so right before the pandemic kicked off. So they have had a hard time of it. There's no doubt about that. But I have so much admiration for their tenacity. And I can really see how this business could continue to flourish in the future. Finally, one last thing before I sign off. I've mentioned it in the last few episodes. I'll say it again. Please, if you haven't already, consider leaving a five-star review or at least subscribing to this podcast. I know it's not possible on all platforms, unfortunately, but especially you Apple users, uh, those reviews and those subscriptions make a world of difference. So I really, really appreciate anyone taking the time to do that. However, I won't waste your time any longer. We'll get right into the episode. I'm very excited to welcome Nikki Wang of The Ways Beyond. 
Hi, Nikki. Welcome to the Travel Business Lounge. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you, Kara. It's so nice to meet you here, and thank you for reaching out. And I hope I can, you know, share some some interesting information to your audience. I'm I'm sure you will. And I think we're similar in that we have both moved to Europe from abroad. So I'm from the U.S. originally, but moved to London six over six years ago now. And I know you're living in Paris now. And I'm wondering, where did you come from? How did you end up in Paris? Tell us that story. I am、uh, I'm Chinese origin. I grew up between Beijing in China and Sydney, Australia. I moved to Paris about twelve years ago. Actually, it's for MBA degree. Many of my family members they are either in the U.S.,、uh, some of in Australia, and some in Japan. And actually, I was so much attracted by the European culture. And I I I think why not come to a new continent where is no no presence of the family yet? So let me <laughs> discover the European continent. And eventually, I came to Paris because I'm I think I'm particularly attracted by French culture. Yeah, absolutely. I was the same. I was always really fascinated by Europe. I loved France. I went to Paris when I was a teenager, and it's just such an amazing city. So I can see how you would fall in love with it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so intrigued to learn more about your business, The Ways Beyond, because I found your website, and it is. I recommend to all listeners to please, regardless of whether you're planning to go to Paris, you, you need to look at their website because it is so beautifully done. I absolutely loved it. So yeah, the ways beyond seems like a really unique business. It's not a traditional tour company. Tell me all about what kind of business do you run? So actually, we consider ourselves a creator of cultural experience. What I notice is I have met a lot of traveler who come who have been in Paris like more than ten times, and they keep coming back for all kinds of reason. For business, for for private reason, for even wedding, for anniversary, just a holiday, for all kinds of reason, they keep coming back. But I I, I noticed something is at that time was strange to me is either it's very high end, or it's a lot of a lot of mass tourism agency to sell very similar products. For example,、uh, visit Versailles, visit. Louvre visit the Eiffel Tower,、um, but to be honest, I I didn't see a lot of difference between these agencies, and I don't know. Maybe I feel like there are so many visitors to Paris, so each agency, even even if they sell exactly the same product, there is the market is big enough to have a piece of pie for everyone. But from my own experience, I know how much more Paris can offer, and and I feel it's a pity. If this hidden treasure cannot be shared for the people who who is curious enough to to learn, because I I feel like there are foreigners who who know Paris even more than locals because they don't take things for granted. It's like I grew up in Beijing. I went to Forbidden City once because it's it's something is always there and it, it's gonna be there forever. So I I never feel the urgency to 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 visit, and there are foreigner who who. Who can tell me how the the forbidden city is? How do they feel about it? So they know more than me. So I think this is a one of the the, the reason I want to create this agency to share something like first of all hidden and、uh, also open some door 
to people, they may not be able to assess that door by themselves. That's where the, the added value is, especially today with OTA, with a lot of booking platform. Most of the thing you can do by yourself, you can book everything online, it's very easy. So I, I want to provide that value added, especially thanks to my former experience, thanks to my, my network of all these creative and talented people. So we target the repeaters and especially smaller groups who is really already know Paris a little bit and who want to go further, who want to go a bit deeper into the local life. They want to see, the, see something they may not be able to see by themselves. I think that's really clever because I completely agree that especially the way the market is moving, people are be- going to become more and more able and confident in booking and arranging travel on their own. So why would they use a company that's literally just selling tickets to the Eiffel Tower? People can book that on their, their own. So there's a lot of foresight in that, I think. Yes. And another thing for me is Paris really have so much to offer. And I sometimes understand why people have difficulty to choose. When someone asks me what is big events in Paris um, in, in a year, I say there's uh, many big events in every single month. So let's talk about which months <laughs> you're talk- you, you, you want to know because there is a so like say fashion week, there is design week, there is film festival. You, you, you know, there's so much to offer. So I understand that people may not, you know, have enough time or enough knowledge to, to dig into all, all of this. And our, our existence is to guide people through all these happenings and uh, make them realize what they want. Maybe they already know what they want, so they come to us for a very specific reason. And sometimes they just feel like, surprise me. I have some preference. I can tell you what I usually like. And then based on my preference, surprise me. So based on information, we can also customize a lot of different activity and different journey for the customer. So are these experiences that you offer, are they are you always customizing it for for everyone that gets in touch with you? So talk us through that process. Does someone find your website, describe a type of activity that they want to do, and then you curate for that for them? Or do you have experiences that are pre-designed? Yeah, actually, we have three types of way uh, to book through us. One is if the customer only wants uh, a one one off activity for example uh, could be a, a gallery tour could be guided visits of a, a lesser known district and this is just one product and they can book our our website don't need to customize that's the easy part and or they 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 are a group um, they come for a reason and they have some free time and so we send the catalog which is not on the website because it's quite uh, quite big so they can choose several interesting topic for example i particularly like wine i particularly like french pastry i particularly like like uh, croissant for example french bread and then we can organize the activity to fill in their free time so this is second format and third format is a real customized journey from day one to, to the last day. And actually, we are the 
the, the only few agency who really curates learning expedition. And sometimes we see professionals, they come for conferences or let's say uh, some, some business related uh, stuff, but they want us to curate some later part, but related to their work. So it's very, very specific, very precise and very niche. So that part is all very customized. We have to tailor make that part. But that's the fun part as well. Yeah, I mean, it sounds really fun. It sounds like you're constantly dealing with new requests and learning new things. And who are these clients generally? So you said that you work with a lot of groups. Are those your main customers or private groups and corporate groups? Or do you have individuals finding you as well? When we began the company by the end of 2018, the second year was the, the, the key year to develop. And we targeted B2B sector. Yeah, so business to business. Yeah, so B2B. In terms of marketing, in terms of campaign, it's easier to target B2B than B2C. But during the COVID, B2B it wasn't easy because basically business were all very prudent to either gather or travel. Like right now, many business travel is still forbidden or very much discouraged. So during the COVID, we, we opened up our B2C sector. But now back into then 22, it will be still B2B. Very interesting. And how do you get connected with the different uh, companies that, that find you? Our personal network, thanks to the, the school I graduated with, uh, grad from, uh, a lot of alumni, we are very connected. The alumni network are quite strong in France, and many of them uh, really have strong interest in, in, in culture and in art and in also in travel. Also, yeah, we attend different fairs, professional salons. And then I forgot to mention social media. Yeah, social media, we also you know spend a lot of time on social media as well. Have you found that any platform works particularly well for your type of business? I think uh, LinkedIn and Instagram work uh, well for us for different reasons. For Instagram, it's really particularly as individual travelers, but for LinkedIn, it's very interesting for business to business model. And there are people who really notice us on LinkedIn and uh, they, they call us to organize something for them. So the B2B customer more engaged on LinkedIn and individual customer more from Instagram. Yeah, LinkedIn's one of those platforms that I want to start spending more time on because I think the return on value on LinkedIn can be really high. I think a lot of times a place like Instagram, people put a lot of effort into it and the return is much harder to see. Yeah, exactly. It depends on what type of business model because for us, we, we either work with the local companies like uh, um, French company, French institutions, no matter it's a, it's a school or it's a public institution, or even the, you know, we, when we work with an outgoing agency from another country, uh, it's, it's all like business to business. So LinkedIn, you can touch massive amount of audience while you don't touch on Instagram. If it's a retail or something, I think Instagram is, it, it's much more interesting, but business like ours, our visibility on LinkedIn is even bigger. 
how are you promoting yourself on LinkedIn? Are you sharing posts? Are you just making connections? Talk us through that strategy. Yeah, I I share posts. Are these posts that you've written or are you resharing content that's already out there? Yeah, I, I share my own. I'm not expert of SEO, but but I feel like this is from my own experience. When I share that post, I can reach much more people than if I repost something, uh, repost an article or repost someone's post. And this is very obvious for me. And and to, to share photo of the thing I'm doing, the activity we organized, uh, sometimes you can also attract a lot of people to either like or comments and and also in the in the post uh, I also tag people tag my partners tag my clients tag uh, the people we, we appear maybe in the same events so it also can increase your visibility and engagement rate because on LinkedIn if someone like something is a little bit similar with Facebook. So that person's network can see that post, which is not of the function of Instagram. If people like your post, sometimes you can reach very, very high number of views, which I don't have that uh, views on Instagram yet. Right. That's fantastic. Uh, well, it sounds like such an interesting business. What do you see or what do you hope for it going forward? Do you have any plans for the next year, two years, five years? Yeah, for for, for next years, there's a lot of project which is delayed from 2020 <laughs> and uh, postponed to 2021 and postponed to 2022. So what I feel is although the pandemic, it's a, let's say it's a big, big challenge and sometimes it's a, I can say it's a disaster for the travel industry, but it's, it does confirm what we believe before the COVID, which means we go for a smaller group. We go for a deeper kind of experience and a higher quality. And before, as I said, I, I, when I see so many big buses and people come to the same destination, to the same sites, historical sites, and stay very little time and go. For me, I don't think that's a good experience. But anyway, that market will remain. I cannot change that. But I think the pandemic might change that a little bit. So, so the people now know that we prioritize a smaller group, a more personal experience, and see something like a like a little bit more exclusive, a little bit more, you know, you know, profound. So I think that's confirmed what we believe the travel should be because only in that way you can learn something in a new city, a new country, in a new culture, in a new, maybe a complete new cultural background and, you know, take time to, to discover and to exchange with people. That can only be assured in a more intimate group or atmosphere. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think the trend towards more authentic travel experiences, we've seen that for, you know, far before the pandemic. And I think that will just continue. Very interesting. Well, Nikki, thank you so much. This has been, a, it's been a pleasure to talk to you and learn about your business. I haven't 
spoken with any other tour companies or travel businesses that are working in the B2B market in the way that you are. So it's been very interesting. Uh, if, if listeners want to learn more about you and the ways beyond, where can they find you? It's just three W the the ways beyond dot com or dot eu both both address uh, it is the same. And then we have a account on Instagram. We do have account on Facebook, but I, we don't use very much Facebook anymore on, on the communication purpose. So we we have a presence on on Instagram and LinkedIn, but. The best way is to check our website and we we answer our, our clients very rapidly normally. So no matter what you what you want, have a question, you have some special need, a special curiosity, don't hesitate to just drop us a line. We'll be happy to answer. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, Nikki, and I wish you the best of luck with The Ways Beyond. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.